Hey, hey, hey. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in and joining and taking time out of your day to listen to the I'll Try That podcast. We're back for another episode. Uh, it's me, it's Matthew, and joining me this week, I have a uh, very esteemed company as always. Uh, let's hear, say, have a quick hello first from Richard. Hello. And a hello from Joseph, please. Hello. So now you know it's the normal trio, although Joe sounds like a, an old lady ghost for some reason. Um, <laughs> um, I am a spooky ghost. <laughs> I, if I'm honest, it, I was a bit thrown because Rich didn't chime in from which part of the world he is in right now. Oh, God. He stopped, we, we, we guessed <laughs> oh, we gave up on that how so long quickly. this would last. How long that would last. <laughs> and it, it lasted the same with that recording session, and then it stopped. It's been a long few days. So anyway, uh, let's, say, let's, say hi, <laughs> let's say hi to Rich. Hi, Rich. Oh, guten Tag. Hey, there he is. I think that's German, right? <laughs> that, that is German, yeah. Yeah, okay. It could be Germany. It could also span Austria. So we'll get a couple of episodes out of that one. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just do it again at the start of the next one. No, leave a gap in between. That way you get more mileage. Um, Good. All right. Uh, How very, how very continental of you. Um, Very international. Well, uh, yes. So thank you for joining us once again. We are uh, continuing with a you know popular. I say popular. A very long and drawn out theme that we're um that we've been doing for a while with our beer swap shop so when we last got together we exchanged a load of beers that we wanted each other to try um this was one that i found and sourced and provided the lads with uh and i'll be out put my hands up and say completely never had it before wanted to give it a try and what i would say is not like me at all um was i went for it solely on the label <laughs> that caught my eye oh. um <laughs> Our uh, our brewery uh, subject matter today is Green Duck Beer Co Limited in uh, based quack, in, quack. based in Stourbridge. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, that's good. We know what ducks are. Um, we'll talk about them in a little bit more detail later on. Ducks um, but or first, duck, duck, ducks or the beer? <laughs> the, the brewery. Oh, you're, just, you're taking a mick. Um, okay. <laughs> Well, Barbers woke up on the grumpy side of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's, all, it's all business today. No, no, no chit chat and and. Don't want this to be. Don't want this to be enjoyable for anyone. Right? <laughs> um, well, if 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 you could do such a great job, Joe, why don't you talk us through the hot topic? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm more than happy to. Thank you very much. Really nicely introduced. <laughs> um, so. Uh, this week, we are heading and talking about one of my all-time most talked about beers, Qingdao. Oh, love a Qingdao. China's Qingdao beer, which is the number one exported beer from China. And on the theme of exported beers, we're talking about where they're exporting to and a new deal that's just been struck about what they're specifically exporting into the UK. Um, so for those that weren't aware... Um, Qingdao don't, and most com- beer companies don't actually just go, I'm just going to put this beer in here. There has to be agreements in place about how they put their beers into, to get them into your waiting, drinking hands. Um, and so the latest news is that Qingdao have just come up with a new, or just struck a new deal with a, um, a, a collaborate joint venture between LEC Beverages and In Good Company, that is a company, um, to be able to manage the UK licensing 
sales and distribution of Chang Qingdao beer, um, the flagship brew from China's premium brewer, Qingdao Premium, Qingdao Brewery Co. Limited. So why this is, I guess, a big deal is because any new kind of new kind of venture or new kind of partnership um, or distribution creates a bit more like kind of engagement, a bit more like they want to, they've now yeah. taken on this contract. So they're then going to want to kind of put it and make sure it gets into the hands of consumers. So I think as a UK audience, we can assume there's going to be maybe more availability of Qingdao perhaps. Or yeah. Because talking of Qingdao from pubs. Because you can, uh, well, I, I, when I was, knew this is what we were going to talk about, I assume it's maybe that you will see it more in drinking establishments rather than, because you can get Qingdao in, in Marks and Spencer, I, I think. I've spotted it a couple of times. And I guess this is all uh, a view to, yeah, branching out and, and making it more available in, in more places, which I kind of almost a little bit surprised that it wasn't done already. However, as soon as I say that, I go because like it's there's an appetite for for premium lagers as we've discussed before, which may have gone away for a little bit, and but now now is I think now it's back. It's not coming back anymore. It, is, it must be it's back. back now. It's um, lager back. It's back. L lager, <laughs> lager, it went away for a little bit. You, it's so briefly you might not notice actually, um, but, um, but also it's a little bit of a saturated market maybe. Uh, yeah, potentially, yeah. but then Qingdao's been here for a long time though, right? It's still been yeah. around for, you know, we're quite familiar with Qingdao in the yeah. UK. And actually, it's, it's, I say saturated, but it's also that I, I did the premium lager line, didn't I? Whereas <laughs> the point is, there's quite a few who will describe the lager as premium. And it's up for the discerning drinker to be able to tell the difference between what is and what isn't. See, I'd quite, I'd quite enjoy a Qingdao more regularly on tap. I think some of that knocking around some of the pubs and all that stuff. I can imagine it's quite a nice beer if you're going to be drinking it for a long period of time as well. If that's kind of the only mm. thing that's available, and if that's coming for this year's festival scene, I'm more than happy for to be drinking Qingdao all day while watching indie bands, as I do. I quite like. I yeah. think that to me makes sense on the, when you're at a festival where it's nice and warm and hot and sunny, rather than the ones mm. where it's <laughs> being down with rain. Um, yeah. I, would, I, would I agree. mean, to, to be oh. fair, the trope that like Qingdao has always tried to get away from, or tried that we're more than just this thing, but it just fits so nicely. Is when you have it with, paired with Chinese food. I went for my first ever like Chinese hot pot um, with friends Ooh. like a few a few months ago. I'd never had this this experience before. I can highly recommend it as someone who likes spice um, because it was hot in in in, in its and as an experience. But it was paired with Qingdao, like because Qingdao is just this like. Yeah. middle of the road goes well with 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 hot food basically and i think in that environment i was like oh i kind of really get Qingdao now on a different level of why it's so good but i appreciate that they're trying to do something where they're like we're not just with chinese food we can you know we don't just pair us with food have us any other time wasn't wasn't their whole marketing campaign at one point all about have it with food They've definitely yeah. at some point compared to that. At one point, they had a whole marketing campaign specifically on the UK about how to pronounce the name Qingdao as well. So <laughs> phonetically, like Qingdao. So, you know, they've done a few stunts um, yeah. to try and help the UK, you know, audiences around the world understand and, and get their hands on the Qingdao. But, fellas, what are the credentials of LEC Beverages Group and in company, in good company, I hear you ask? So, at least <laughs> <Yeah. Beverages laughs> I didn't ask. It was a my tongue as you said it. I didn't ask because I've already read about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm genuinely now excited. 
So I'll sit in the corner for this bit. <laughs> Someone loves a good credentials, you know. So Rich, let me. Let, I'm going to keep right. You are now the general manager of Qingdao International. Okay. I definitely have the experience and credentials for this job role. Which is a shame that you didn't start this episode by saying hello in Chinese or, or Mandarin. Yeah, I've mean, <laughs> done that one in one of the previous ones. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, let let me pitch to you these these companies' um, credentials, and you tell me if you were going to give them the contract, right? So, okay. LEC Beverages Group described themselves as a boutique firm specialising in the management, progression and distribution of top-tier drink brands with a strategic long-term vision for distributing drinks in the UK the team comprises highly decorative professionals with bespoke UK contract contracts <laughs> and a strong network for both on-trade and off-trade distribution okay. so, so i'm that's... just uh, oh can yeah, i can please. i can i can I'll, I pick that if you want to pick that so, yeah. so so boutique is the word that i'm holding on to here <laughs> because is that is that wrong? Should I not hold on to boutique? <laughs> no, no. I'm just I'm amazed. I love how to, I love when we unpick what goes through your brain. So boutique is the word you've really singled yeah. out there. Out boutique is the one okay, is on. the one that I singled out because because I always assume boutique is a bit more high end, fancy fancy establishment. But if you're going to call it a boutique drink, I, that doesn't jump to my mind as a lager. It's- they're no? not saying the they're not saying that the drink is a boutique. They are a boutique firm. That yeah, specializes but that means... in high top tier drinks. But are we calling? I'm not calling Qingdao a top tier drink. That's also what I'm taking Ooh, from here. Rich, and if you're going Rich, to take, take that Qingdao, you just Rich, got burned. You're, <laughs> you're currently the general manager of of Qingdao International, and you're saying your own product is not top tier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, people at Qingdao. No, you're telling me that the general director. Of Qingdao goes, yeah, we're selling some high quality stuff here. He's clearly making they, a lot more bank and he's drinking a lot nicer stuff than Qingdao. He's going, we're just yeah. getting this out to the public, the masses. Yeah. He's not sipping there at the end of the day going, this is absolutely fantastic. He's got to say that though, hasn't he? <laughs> he's got to say in, that. He's yeah, got to say it's good. He knows. <laughs> not, right, close the parameters. It's not <laughs> of all drinks all the time because you're right, there's probably like. Forty grand bottles of whiskey out there. Yeah. You're right, but in the context of lager, he thinks because I've spoke with him, <laughs> he does think that top, that Qingdao is a top tier premium lager. Okay, okay, but boutique. I don't think boutique's the word that we should be associating with Qingdao at all. I think I think Jabba's raises a relevant point. Um, yes, because they are the most exported um beer from china to the to the uk but these these guys who've got the licensing firm normally i think do um, <laughs> license boutique i don't i've well, lost sight of what we were trying to achieve with this <laughs> <laughs> um, well then i well, don't think i think i think if to summarize you can probably appreciate why the general manager, the actual general manager of, <laughs> of Qingdao International would have thought the credentials of that LEC beverages group would align with his thinking about what the Qingdao brand is, right? Uh, no, I think the general manager's flawed. Um, <laughs> or, if or we're going was, there. Or he was maybe thinking that was a nice appeal to have for Qingdao. Is that what we're driving at? 
And yeah. so... And, and guys, we haven't even got onto the second partner of this joint <laughs> okay. venture yet. <laughs> We're 12 minutes in. Whatever it is, it's wrong. wrong. <laughs> Rich doesn't agree. <laughs> Who are the others? What Who you're are the basically saying though? is nobody's good enough at King Dow Rich. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's, that's what enough, I'm throwing mate. out there. Let's, let's yeah. leave it there. They're coming to the UK in a big way, or they're re-coming back into the UK in a big way, and Rich thinks no one's good enough for his Ching Dao. So let's move on to the <laughs> pursuit of populists. <laughs> Do we not want to mention the other part of the... Of, of... I think you actually said the name, didn't you? You said In Good Company. In Good Company. Yeah. Yes. So In Good Company are a, a firm that have recently acquired, since uh, 2022, 4Pure, Magic Rock, and they have exclusive sales of People's Captain. So we've actually featured all three of those companies, and we've actually spoke to uh, the People's Captain on this podcast. Oh, so, there ooh. we go. Oh, did they also... Hang on. Wait, wait, wait. Also Big Drop. Uh, yes, they have Did we talk actually. They've got an exclusive license for Big Drop. We've spoken about Big Drop. Um, I think in passing. I don't think we've actually done a full episode on Big Drop. We've done we've we've done some you know the ones where we all have a few beers during the podcast. We've had yeah. a couple of those where Big Drop has come through a few times. Yeah, I've definitely talked about the fact that their Galaxy Milk Stout was voted number one stout two years in a row outside in any out of any stouts, not just. Non-alcoholic. It was alcoholic as well. Hang on, I'm getting so mixed up. I thought Big Drop. Who did I think Big Drop are? I thought Big, Big Drop are the non-alcoholic. Yeah, the New Zealand. Um, original. The founder was New Zealand. Oh, uh, sorry. Yes, no. I, I'm sorry. I was thinking of the. But I don't, don't think I tried that one. I think this is what I was hanging on to. Basically. We tried it at the beer festival. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yep. Anyway. So that's an interesting that's... development, <laughs> which we've... We'll, we'll see. We'll see, yeah. We, we will. You news here first, <laughs> so I think, collaboration with... Yeah. Cool, all right, well, let's do that, um, and we'll move on to... Um, God, I don't know where we're going to get much legs out of um, Green Duck, because, um, although actually I'm enjoying the beer, um, I don't know a oh, great deal yeah. about Green Duck. The reason I managed to source... Green Duck is they were stocked in my uh, local uh, craft beer shop, um, which I was, uh, and, and as I said, actually, though I always kind of go, because uh, we talk about it sometimes, don't we? The design of the the, of the label and the can and that sort of thing. Absolutely. Uh, and we talk about no, it. You're once very that, close to my heart, personally. Yeah. And, and I've, I think I've liked to pretend in the past that I've gone, ah, that doesn't have any influence on, on what, <laughs> what I choose to buy from them in the shop. <laughs> I was feeling, I think I was actually quite close to you guys coming round, um, uh, and I needed to get the remaining items off the swap shop. And I went into, um, I was going to say, my favourite beer shop. It's called Favourite Beers, <laughs> weirdly <laughs> enough. Uh, and actually, I was getting a little bit lost for the trees. Uh, I couldn't see the wood for the trees. Uh, and I looked... And that was in front of me. Obviously, listeners can't can't see this at the moment. Just a really, really plain, simple white can with the, the silhouette of a rubber duck um, with a kind of colourful uh, Aztec-y kind of um, mm-hmm. design on, on on the silhouette of the duck. Like patch, patchwork design. Yeah. You know, very mismatched. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and then under that, Fast and Loose, uh, which is the name of this beer, and then underneath the word Pale. And I thought... Yeah, I'll have some of that. 
Um, and the rest is history. Or, you know, I don't necessarily go down the history books, but, but that's why we're, we're, we're talking about it right now. This is, goes down in the annals of the, our podcast episodes, though, for yeah, sure. Yeah. This is a, um, a, collab- a collaboration. I'm going to use the full word with Attic Brew Co., who also bring about. We've had with, Attic Brew before. I'm sure we had Attic before, didn't we? Have we? I've not yeah, heard that we need not like an encyclopedia of our own, <laughs> our own tasting experiences. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, did we're we... a very professional. Sh- yeah. I'm pretty sure we had it in no, another one of those where we just talked through like loads of different. I'm pretty sure you yeah. had it, Joe. Top of my head, but um... no, I've never come across Attic. I can say that I, I really, I've just googled them. Really like them. Like the design. Never had an Attic before. Um, so interestingly, sorry, I'm just trying to do a little bit of jiggery pokery that involves um, moving around with my um, uh, little recording device. I wanted to do this uh, earlier, um, but I didn't have. I got distracted. I was talking to you, idiots, for, <laughs> for a while. But you can scan the QR code on the back of the can, and it will talk. It will give you the um, the inspiration for the beer name. Nice. So hold the line, caller. I've got um, to. Uh... Shall I? Shall I give you a bit more of some fun duck, green duck co beer names? Go yes, on. please do. So they have a monthly special names. They have one that's called Duckworth Orange, like which that. has a lovely illustration of what looks to be Scrooge McDuck um, holding an orange. So you can imagine that's going to be an orange aroma and orange flavour. Black stamp. Well, they they call it duck Duckworth. Duckwork orange after clockwork orange, but use Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. yeah, like the illustration is like basically like a, a duck, a, like a businessman suit duck looking very angry at an orange in front has of a mansion. Got, <laughs> has he got a cane and a bowler hat? He's got a bowler hat. Uh, no, it's a top hat he's wearing, not a bowler hat. Uh, okay. And no cane that I can see. But he's called ah. it Duckworth Orange. Uncle Scrooge McDuck, I think it was a top hat, wasn't it? And he always used to like dive into a pile of gold in a, in a, a big pile of, pile of money. money. Yeah. Okay. And you've got Duck the Halls, which was their Christmas. December oh, one. Yeah. Classic. There you go. Um, you've got Duck Dastardly, as we all should know. <laughs> nice wacky um, races yeah, vibe. Nice little one there. Yeah. Um, that's a dandelion and burdock styled beer, which is very would be really Ooh. interesting. Um, okay. When you said Duckworth oh, Orange, yeah. I was thinking for the cricket fans, there should be a Duckworth Lewis. Well, maybe I've just tapped uh, tapped into their next one. Um, go on. Oh, sorry, um, any more from I haven't found another duck one, but there's one more that's called um, Mur- Murder She Oat, and it's an oat stout. Oak milk stout. Ah, Let me laugh a little bit. Not a humorous <laughs> <name>. <laughs> um, But these guys are from Stourbridge, right? So sort of between... Ooh, West Midlands. Quite close to you guys's hometown um and mm-hmm. I, I used to play hockey against stourbridge a lot of the a lot of the most weekends oh how did you get on yeah. oh we always won mm. always won of course they did they they stourbridge. very good at hockey and very good in ho- at hockey in worcester yeah. um but these guys have been around from 2013 and i understand i think it's just a little gang of, of three lads from that neck of the woods who fancied getting into brewing you know new fabulous innovative innovative <laughs> Innovative, innovative. Beers. innovative. Uh, yep. and um, yeah, they're going strong basically. Um, as they always say, any business, any uh, new setup that lasts the first uh, three years is, um, is is doing well. But also, it's 
as, as we've talked about numerous times before, the number of breweries has absolutely exploded in the last uh, 10 years or so. Uh, these yeah. have been going 11, of course. Uh, what do we think of the beer itself? Tasty? I'm really enjoying it. Mm. I think it's really, really tasty. It's nice and I love what well, I like. I like a hazy IPA, um, but it's not too in your face. It's Is it quite a hazy mellow. IPA? Is it a hazy IPA? So it's a hazy, hazy pale, pale, isn't it? Pale, yeah. Yeah, so hazy pale, but yeah. I quite anything hazy. I'm all, I'm all, I'm always there for. It's it's what exactly what I was hoping for from a like a, a modern craft brewery. Like they set it up as you said with the packaging mm. that they look cool and they've delivered like a cool tasting pale ale. Mm. It's fizzy. It's 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 you know hoppy. It's um you know it's got very low malt levels to it. It's exactly what I was hoping for. So yeah, certainly didn't disappoint. Yeah, it's that, um, it's that. and yeah, as to Rich's point, I'm enjoying it. It stacks up. Are you get? It? Are you getting peachy? Because that's what it's I would, described I would as on so, the can. I would say it's subtle, but I do get peachy. Yeah, now you've said peachy. That was probably the, the, unami, the umami that I was missing. And this is saying, um, I, I think the, the, your, the sort of taste notes for this is, is juicy meets crisp. Whereas actually, I personally get more of the crisp than the juicy, yeah. personally. Um yeah, I, just, yeah. I don't know. I, very, I feel bad. I was nearly going to just fall into the old habits of going back to all pails, all all the obvious pails to compare it with. But it's it's it, it it's perfectly serviceable, and I, you know it's always nice to to drink something that's um you know been brewed relatively speaking sort of down the road from you, isn't it? So um, I'd be interested yeah. to try. The- and I think it, it it delivers on its name of fast and loose. I feel like this is a sessional sessionable beer. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> You know, it 4.6% yeah. actually. So, um, I, I was, Ooh. I think at tasting it, I actually thought it was going to be less than that. Um, but mm. yeah, it, it's not going to, um, you won't get too much bother, basically, unless you really go for it. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I could definitely see but, myself, it's definitely a summer beer. I could see myself in the summer sipping this. Go down to the tap room, maybe have a, a wedding there. Um, it could all, all come together. And the reason why I say that is because there's literally their latest Instagram post is, a love couple called Sophie and Joe who have had their wedding reception, I should say, at the tap room, which looks like everyone's having an absolute ball of a time um, and having a great time. Without that context that you added, it sounded just like a very <laughs> like you've just yeah, yeah get, have a wedding. Like, yeah, what? you should probably get married. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Rich hasn't asked me yet. Yeah, it sounded like I was having a dig at drabs, which is not yeah, the case. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're not married yet. I am. <laughs> Yeah. And if anything, Barbara's the next person bloke. to get married. The... <laughs> why? How would you describe? Why would you say that Barbara's? Because like, he, he's, like he's been in the relationship longer, hasn't he? Well, no, it's because <laughs> I, I caught the bouquet at the last wedding we were all at. That's why. Okay, that's, it. Yeah. that's exactly it. Simo, Simo, was the one throwing it. <laughs> at you, at your face, at your face. Yeah. <laughs> so that one, when we. When we Barbara's gone bright red, so let's move on. Um, <laughs> you two so will be invited to, to it. <laughs> um, um, Instagram, the green underscore duck underscore brewery has 4,000 followers. Ooh. And on X, formerly known as Twitter, um, green duck beer co or at green duck brew has 5,500 followers. Nice. That's, that's quite healthy, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's doing okay. And Barbara, you are going to love this. Oh, uh, no! Don't worry about it. They, they, <laughs> I was just going to say they've won an. 
I was going to say they've won an award for camera, but actually they were just congratulating another brewery that had won an award for camera. So it's a bit of a moot point. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. I'm yeah. not going to love you, that then. Yeah. You can go and drink your warm just, beer just cam- elsewhere. Just camera <laughs> things. Just camera things. You, you guys talk to me like I'm I'm a Trekkie. <laughs> 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 because I'm a member of ca- camera. And it makes no difference that I am also a Trekkie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if anything, no, I prefer more, that. <laughs> yeah. What's the latest news of your secret camera news? I'm, I'm not know. telling you until you learn the handshake. All right? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. We'll call, we'll call it there, shall we? And that's all we have time for in this week's episode of the I'll Try That podcast. And so from me, Joe, Rich, Barber, and Simo goodbye don't forget to follow us on instagram twitter i'll try that podcast.com and watch us on youtube goodbye now <laughs>